Hi everybody, welcome to Greenwatch 2018. My name's Corianne Dickinson. I'm doing a podcast with Josh Caden. That's, that's uncanny, Corey. It sounds like you got a bad bit of roast beef or something. It'll sound a little husky. Hey everyone, this is your old buddy Josh A. Kagan. Here to tell you what's what about some show with some jellyfish lions and shit. And holy, oh, hey, Corey, do this right. I don't know. Everything's <laughs> off now. Oh, I'm Adam Wasserman. Aw. Uh, I like candy. You. Yeah. That's, that's Cake right. Watch 2018. Yeah. Right. Damn it. Fuck. Fuck. This stupid. So. So just me, like, just perfectly. So, so AG uh, slept in. He's real tired from all of his adventures. I wish I could have slept in. Aw. He's got, like, his chores to do. He's got to clean before opening up the shop, I guess. But does he? No, because they've hired a new person <laughs> named Goto. <laughs> you know, for a shop that, like, at the third episode or whenever it showed up had, like, no employees now they've got like three i'm not sure the couscousia can support like the amount of business they do and paying like a minimum of three people they're job creators i i have i have great faith look you know you need a lot of you need a lot of hands on deck when you change the theme of your restaurant every 62 minutes and and where are we this week Corey? the country of swiss Holy cheese, it's a Swiss-themed couscousier, and what that means is little chalets, little little tiny chalets, like somebody's welcoming someone to Marwin. Yeah. I was going to say little tiny shorts, but... Not yet. Not uh-huh. yet. But uh, so AG tried to go to work, but instead, Goto is at his work. That's okay, he's going to train him. I don't understand why this happened and it seems like goto sometimes i still think he's besotten with love for date because aren't we all but goto seems to have suffered blunt force head trauma or something <laughs> speaking of welcome to marwin he is can we agree he is now an almost completely different character at this moment yes he's all like hey everyone it's me goto i'm just gonna push this mop i'm real sad and uh the the owner, the the couscousier, uh, I, I can't remember her name. Everybody has too many names. Uh, but I just uh, call her owner. Yeah, owner. She's like, he said he's your friend, but also he died once. Sure. Yeah. Sure thing, Goto. Did I miss that? He ran in while they were in oh, Egypt. Right. And collapsed on the floor wanting water. Uh, and so I'm guessing he's like maybe paying just, his way back. He just he left his wallet so he couldn't pay for the water. And now he has I, to now he has to work off his debt. I think I think he's got like overboard syndrome and he doesn't really know who or where he is, and he just thinks that's what he's supposed to be doing. Oh no, does that mean that uh like Hina and AG they're gonna start doing like terrible uh Pee Wee Herman impressions and build a miniature golf course out back? I hope so. Yeah, me too. Who's the Goldie Hawn in this situation? Surprise, it's Date. (laughs) That was not my guess. That's fine. It's always the right answer. This is a this is a very bad episode for uh for shipping Date and Goto. So if you're doing that, just just go go listen to something else. You're not gonna get it here. 
Anyway. I feel like we're the only source. Anyway, Satanaka's here at the couscous to pick up Goto because he still has a job maybe somewhere no, else. No, she's she's there to pick up Eiji. She's just surprised that Goto's there, but she doesn't Oh, you're right. Really Nobody care. cares yeah. that Goto's working she's, at the couscous she's like, now. You're going to take vacation. You need to fill out the right forms. She's so pragmatic. I love her. Like, oh, hey, uh, for some reason, the fucking head of our security is now sweep sweeping up at the Cousier. You do that on your own time, buddy. But no, AG's got to go see the principal. Meanwhile, there's an escaped convict on the loose. Oh, no. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Ankh is, you know, caressing his iPad in the back room. This is brutal. like, Kazari's got my red one but he'll want these yellow ones oh no why is he like that weird uh real estate strong bad from homestar oh what was his name this strong bad senior card gauge that's the one <laughs> I, I thought he was more like like a kid with pokemon cards he's like i've got i've got three pikachus maybe someone will trade me their raichu for them Oh, I've never hated a little kid voice more than I've just hated that voice, Adam. Congratulations. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, he's supposed to be a bad kid. I know, but next, I feel like you're just going to put on upsettingly tiny shorts and tell me that Gamera is friend to all children. I don't need to put on tiny shorts to tell you that, Joshua Kagan. Kagan, with a G. Kagan. I know, I don't, I know it, and for some reason it keeps making a D. No problem, Adam Waterman. <laughs> I mean, that's an accurate translation of my Germanic last name. Yeah, more like Jerkmanic Pixie (laughs) Dream Adam. Anyway. Okay, no fighting, no fighting. That's our show. This one sucked. It was real bad. Ugh, anyway. You know what's good information to have? What? That Maki drives around in a blue beetle. (laughs) A a blue beetle that backfires roughly every three seconds. With a little tiny chair for his little tiny puppet. I could die. It's so adorable. I love how, like, first he's moving the puppet on the steering wheel like the puppet is pretending to drive. (laughs) While he's delivering some exposition to human Kazari. And Kazari, we come to find out, sprung this uh, this escaped convict from the Who's Gal, but not before putting a putting a medal in his ass because he played himself, filled him up, <laughs> filled him up with the medals, and now he's going to be a real mean, yummy convict. It's true. Turns out his yummy might be a little different this time, since he's um he's he's packing some different colored medals. The the experiment where they stuck all the metals in Gamble apparently was such a great success that Kazari decided to do it to himself. Just him. Maybe with a little bit. Him and no one else. A little bit of restraint. Maybe just Mm. a tiny bit. Hmm. He didn't eat all the metals. He just ate some of the metals. Yeah, it's like intermittent fasting, only with metals. He's watching. He's watching his little figure. Uh, we're not. Where's Where's the dummy? Where's Gam- Gamel? Didn't blow it up, right? Who are we left with? With the Mazul ate Gamel, and then Mazul got blown up. So, oh, Uva is the other guy, and we just don't see him this week. No, no. Uva's on. Uva's on vacay. He filled out his paperwork at yep. Greed at Greed HR. I mean, he made two yummies last time, so like it's true. He's oof. he's earned it. So he's just back at the peach pit with his feet up, uh, <laughs> like darning his fabric swatch. Yep. Yeah. Basically. He's got to hem it a little bit. He's got like some granny glasses on to help him help him see. 
He's maybe maybe got like uh, some YouTube on on an iPad, watch watching Grey's Anatomy. Just just and periodically, back. he just like leans over and smashes a bottle of Jack. <laughs> yeah, just to stay on brand. Now that's alcohol abuse. Uh, anyway, now what happens is the thing. AG's at Kagami's office. Yeah, and Kogami has, I think the the absolute sweetest suit he has oh, worn yeah. to date. Possibly the only redeeming quality from this terrible, terrible episode is his sweet ass pink suit. He looks great. This man can win win any color. He can wear any color. He's sharp. This is the guy you want in charge of your world domination plan or whatever he's doing. He does pull off suits that look like the fabric was supposed to be for like, you know, a, a tasteful living room ensemble. Maybe a couch or some drapes. Like if you walked into like, you know, your grandma's place and she had like, you know, a divan with 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 that fabric, you would not be surprised. Maybe an ottoman. Yeah. 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 He's also got a weird desk fan. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Definitely not a new robot animal. Not Certainly. at all. <laughs> Certainly not. And you know what else he has? He has a red core medal that he got in Europe. Sure. By the way, like, I guess where where in Europe? Why is this happening? Where did they find it? Nope, doesn't matter. Just like in Europe, got it. Maybe he got it at that, uh, got it at the airport right before he was leaving. <laughs> at the duty free, at the duty free shop. Yeah, he got like a fucking kilogram of lifesavers and <laughs> like a giant handle of bourbon and some perfume and oh, an Ankh's medal. Perfect. And and that statue thing that he brought, Mackie. Yeah, that giraffe. Yeah, yeah. It's in Europe. It's all waiting for you in Europe. Brought to you by the Europe Tourism Council. Anyways, uh, AG is free to take this red medal, but since Ankh's agreed, if he recovers more medals, you know, he might just abandon the human that he's keeping alive right now. It's true. Our favorite detective. Yep. We get a little flashback of dead detective uh, at the uh, on the hospital episode on the gurney, just to remind us that without uh, without Ankh, without vitamin A... Dead detective would just be dead. Hey, you know what we didn't do? What at? We didn't do the title. Well, first we count the medals one, two, three. Births in the intro now. Yeah. Looking good, my man. Nice to see things uh, applicable and germane to this series and not from some movie I'm never going to watch. It's true. The title, a red medal, a detective, a betrayal. Dun, dun, dun. So far we've checked off... Red metal, potentially detective. Yeah. But there's yet to be a betrayal. I think Josh feels betrayed. This was a really stupid episode, guys. It made me <laughs> mad. It After last week, which was just so like, it was so, such a classic three-act structure. Everyone's wants and needs were clear. And uh, the monster didn't look like the kind of thing that you buy on Etsy while high at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You know, I certainly haven't watched as much uh, Henshin and as as you two have. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff out there that I have not enjoyed, but I have watched a lot of Japanese monster movies over the years from other countries as well. This monster looks like they were going to shoot the episode like in 20 minutes, and whoever makes the monsters was like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" and just started hot gluing shit together. We'll get to it. <laughs> But it sucked ass. 
I wish I had like clever, smart things to say about it, but it all made me terribly angry. But you're just kind of remembering that monster and what it oh! looks like. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. You know what? It made me, it made me uh, like, it made me, it made me remember fondly the monster from Robot Monster, the classic 1950s American science fiction movie, which is a gorilla suit and a diving bell for a head. That's a good monster. That's a better monster. Better monster. The monster on last week's Sentai was a dog with three heads. Better monster. The the heads were coming out of each other. So there was one head with a head coming out of it, with a third head coming out of it, which had no skin. Better monster. It was pretty I good. Sight unseen. Better monster. Back at the Couscousier, there's a creeper trying to creep in. The worst guy in history has shown up. Gangly Bob. I call him you, Gangly Bob. <laughs> you know who I would rather have seen? That photographer and his wife again. Ooh. <laughs> no. Ooh. I would rather have seen those guys. Uh, this There is a gentleman in this episode who I have named Gangly Bob, who is possibly, possibly the worst actor on this show so far. Oh, no, he's a good actor. It's just the character he's playing is awful. You know what? Look, that's a, this is a tomato tomato sitch. Maybe it was a bad maybe it was a bad character. But this guy flops and floops around Dr- fucking Droppo from uh, Santa Claus versus their conquers the Martians is like a Lawrence Olivier performance in comparison. Like this guy seems like he has wet himself. He is wetting himself and he's planning for the next week when and how he's going to wet himself. It's a tr- that it's a character type in, Jap- in, in Japanese entertainment. He's a trope for sure. Yeah, unfortunately. It's not one I like. Although like, OK, in this case, his character type is to wear an oversized yellow tracksuit with uh, leopard prints Ugh. striped throughout it and then just a large black vest. And to like. Make his face look as long as humanly possible while constantly like wiping his nose. Fucking Bojack Horseman has a shorter face than this dude. Oh, and he lisps. Yeah. Oh, he's so bad. Uh, Did we already talk about how we caught up briefly with escaped yummy convict who is talking about uh, how he's going to get revenge on everybody while being mad at pipes and steam and a hydrant? We did not. That is happening concurrently. There we go. If you don't know, now you know. That guy's mad. Anyway, so Snot Guy is looking looking for a dead detective because he's apparently seen him coming around. And Hina's like, no, 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 no. You're wrong. Then owner is like, man, do they really look that similar? She's like, nah, nah, they don't. Meanwhile, in a parked car, a, a, <laughs> in a powder blue beetle, Maki and Kazari are just shooting the shit about metals and whatever the fuck. And Maki mentions, oh, hey. Uh, we can't meet at my lab for a while because because my, my lady's there. Cause my <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, my, wouldn't like it. My side piece. Uh, we come to find out that the reason why Kazari can't hang out at the lab anymore is because Birth lives there now. Uh, Date. <laughs> yes. Is, yep. He's in a sleeping bag that covers everything but his nose and mouth. Yeah. Ma- making him look like some kind of weird like Gore-Tex Leechman. He looks looks like uh, Finn from Adventure Time when he's in his sleeping bag, basically. (laughs) He's also, he's on a cot. Some of his crap is spread out. He's taken up space. He's moved the fuck in. He's really like your old college roommate who's like, hey, man, 
<laughs> My old lady caught me messing around. I got to crash on your desk for a couple months. <laughs> yep. Do me a do me a solid. Remember that one time that I I was twenty one and you were twenty and I bought you a sixer and natty light. Well, time to pay back. By the way, you got any pets? I'm allergic. Out they go. You won't even know I'm here. Oh, by the way, I play saxophone at three o'clock in the morning and my butt is real loud constantly due to my love of cabbage. You know what? You know what would be like real bad for Monkey right now? Like, what if a bird just really dropped a big load on his car? I have a question about the birds in this prefecture. Uh, are they all are they all eating straight ricotta right out of the jar? Like what the what the absolute fuck? It's like every bird in this area has a whipped cream charger in its butt place, and is just like sending just like floofy dollops of excrement everywhere. It's like, like cloudy with a chance of sour cream. They just, they love mayonnaise. Oh, ugh. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. You I know, Japanese it. mayonnaise is sweeter than uh, North American mayonnaise. <laughs> I hate this show. I hate both of you. I hate everything. Yeah. What did and, Corey do? And, uh, oh, uh, well, this. I'm just generally responsible. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's, I'm like, don't hold Corey responsible for my actions. That's not fair. It was okay. So it's a stupid poop joke and I'm not a fan of stupid poop jokes to begin with, but it is not a motivate. I, I feel like as dumb fuck as the show can be. Sometimes the humor at least comes from situation or character and not from just like random people falling on banana peels or whatever. Like say what you will about the humor level of the show. It's not, random and this is just this was just fucking stupid you, you know what four-year-olds like random poop <laughs> jokes man you know who this show is for four-year-olds well then be consistent is all i'm saying <laughs> what are we teaching the children just have poop in every episode just have making a big just you, you just want to make... watch common writer poop is that what you want yeah with three o's it's like a Big poop head. I can see this working. Actually. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, I hate. Okay, it. so I hate picturing it. it, picturing it right now. While the thin man is inside the couscousier, Ag is arriving. <laughs> he smells himself. He might smell like red metal, and then Ankh will be like, "Where's my metal?" Right. Mer, mer, mer. And he's just gonna start sniffing him like a dog. He's like, "I smell metal." Where is it? Where is where, it? Where have you been? What's your name? To the left, to the left, everything you own in a box. Um, we can we go back? We got to go back one second because I got distracted by by glistening dollops of poop. We uh, like I, you do. What in uh in the blue beetle in the puppet mobile? Kazari ha- mentions uh common writer birth as somebody who's now getting in the way of things. Oh, and of course, crashing uh, in Maki's uh, sweet-ass bachelor lab. And Maki is real salty about everything that, like, I wouldn't have called him that. I wouldn't have chosen that man. I wouldn't have done any of these things, but I got to kiss up to the boss, man. I got to, I got to, I got to go with what Kugami says, what he says goes. But this is our, I think this is our first, uh, uh, inkling that Maki is not crazy about Date or Birth or the way this project is going. Yes. Besides the fact that he's sleeping on his desk. I feel like Maki would have cho- would have chosen Goto because he, he I think he thinks he could have kept Goto under control because he understands Goto's impulses. Whereas 
Date is like a loose cannon. A handsome loose cannon. And then a oh, bird yeah. poops on him and his yeah. doll. And he freaks out. He's not happy. Well, at least that's the worst thing that'll happen to his doll this episode. Wink. <laughs> For sure. All right. So AG smells himself to make sure he doesn't smell like metals, uh, which is just weird. Uh, and then uh, uh, Snot Boy comes out and like just sort of like leaves. And AG's like, huh, I don't know who that was. And then Ankh's like, hey, uh, there's yummy. Let's go. Oh, yeah, because uh, Snot Boy, a.k.a. Gangly Bob, uh, runs into escaped Convict. And Convict is like, hey, what's up? It's murder time. And Gangly Bob Snot Boy is like, fart. And our criminal man's like, I really hate you. <laughs> and you betrayed me. And this is the first sympathetic character in this episode, for I hate him too. And he has claws now. Oh, big claws! Holy shit! This guy, that was dope as hell. Actually, uh, it's a, he had not just claws; he had just like a giant murder rake grow out of his hand, and it was boss as hell. Uh, and what I wanted was him to just simply bury it ever so gently <laughs> in in Gangly Boy's throat, but that did not happen. No, no. Oh, interferes. Sorry. My favorite part in this fight is that, like, he grabs onto O's and just, like, chews on his head in a very animalistic fashion. It's great. His uh, Rob, yeah. Rob Schneider is the lion jellyfish. Uh, oh, no. This is terrible. And O's is just like, uh, these guys are hard to fight because I guess because he doesn't like hurting humans, even terrible humans who've been to jail. I guess if the Japanese prison system is anything like the North American prison system, then it's possible that maybe he's in there under false pretenses and is being ill-treated. And, you know, his anger comes from a, a, you know, a reasonable place. So I guess we shouldn't assume. But it turns out he's just a crazy jerk. Yay! Kill him! But they don't kill him. Uh, they fight and fight and fight. And while this is happening, uh, Gangly Bob Snot Boy sees Ankh again. And uh, and he's like again, he's like, ah, oh, is that detective? I'd know your face anywhere. At this point, the fight is a draw, and the convict hops away like a little yeah. like a little froggy. Yeah. He's real yeah. is real cute. It doesn't make any sense. And Ankh is like, no, 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 I ain't I ain't who you think I am. I never met the guy. I'm Ankh. Check me out. I'm handsome. <laughs> and uh, why are you doing Birdman? I don't know. Uh, and. Uh, and Gangly Bob is like, no, I'd recognize you anywhere. You're my benefactor, even though you're gaudy, which is like. Yeah, more flamboyant. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Wink. And then it's a comic book. Yes. Yeah. My note here is some dumb shit went down in Sin City. Uh, it's true. The, uh, the show completely throws away its visual style and adopts for 32 seconds a comic book frame by frame. Like they had it, like one of the guys who works on the show got an app on his phone. It's like, hey, look <laughs> at this for like 99 yen. You get, well, this is amazing. I get, everything looks like a comic book. Now if I push this button, it all looks like take on me. <laughs> so so it turns out that that's not guy betrayed strong guy and the police showed up and they dogpiled the strong guy but he was too strong and then detective before he was dead 
got his arm broke, but still beat the guy up anyway and took pity on Snot Guy and got him reduced sentence. So now Snot Guy is his best friend forever. My note here was let Adam explain this. (laughs) (laughs) Job well done. (laughs) High five. And then everybody goes back into the couscousier to just kind of sit around and think about what they've done. And uh, (laughs) the owner of the couscousier admonishes Ankh, like, even though you're not detective, you you should still say thank you because that's what polite monster men's do. All right, good, good meeting. And then Goto walks by in his little <laughs> little tiny his little Swiss boy outfit. He's so yep. cute. Yes. You can just die. <laughs> He's got a little hat. And he's so pissed off. <laughs> he looks like a puppet. One of the puppets from Sound of Music. He's. <laughs> High on the hill is a lonely little goto. Yodel, 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 yes. Exactly. Yes. He's mad, except this is literally his doing. He could have avoided all of this by literally doing anything else with his fucking day. It's like, I don't understand why when I work at this restaurant and carry ice pops around, Onk hassles me. What is the connection? I wish Dante and was Ankh here. takes his ice pop and is all like, thank you. Like, lesson learned. I did what the boss lady said I should do. <laughs> uh, by the way, these clothes suit you much better than anything else I've seen you in. I mean, to be fair, it is the best outfit he's ever worn. I like, I like is Ankh it. even being an asshole? I mean, he compliments his clothes and then says thank you. Uh, Ankh is being an asshole. He's being an yeah, asshole. I <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, I I have a feeling that Ankh is not going to show an actual honest to God emotion until the last minute of the last episode of this series where he'll be like, I now know what it truly is to be human. And then he'll like slowly sink into some some like molten metal. Well, yeah, and he'll give Big a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Just a- <laughs> that actually works really well considering he's an arm. <laughs> <laughs> And he's made of metal. <laughs> draw it, fan art kids. Get out there. Get your pens. Dr- please draw Ankh being lowered into a thing of molten metal. Well, Hina just screams and screams and screams. <laughs> no! So sad. I order you not to self-terminate. Um, it's my Eddie Furlong impression. It didn't go oh, on for that's long. That's the worst thing I've heard in my entire life. That's fine. You know, no, actually, no, because literally nothing's worse than Eddie Furlong's voice in that movie. Oh, come on. He's real bad. He is the worst thing about that movie. I think you've forgotten about our, our skinny Slenderman friend in this episode. Oh, no. He's 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 showing up because he's decided it's jo- his job to pay back the detective by protecting his body. That's right. Wink. And Ox like, Yes. I will permit this because he's smart. And he's like, look, the the evil strong cat man is going to come back for one of us. So if we're all in a group, we know where he'll be. And I'm like, that's pretty good. And then AG's like, you're just using us as bait, though. Yeah. Criminal man wants to get revenge on detective, but that could also include targeting Hina. So yes. they all got to stay as a squad. Well, Hina's pretty strong, so it will be OK. But then... Suddenly, Snot Boy Bodyguard springs into action because they are being attacked. Ah, feels good to get that out of my system. He does a tactical roll. (laughs) 
I would tell True. you both, these are the worst jokes I've ever heard, but I want to use more tact. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, how dare you both. <laughs> I feel well, so. Well, I'm sorry if I'm being too tacit. To earn. Oh yeah? No. Oh no. yeah, comedy genius? You gonna take that shit to the Just for Laughs Festival, motherfucker? <laughs> Maybe. There's not a lot of competition. Right next door in Montreal. Yep. Yep, just a hop, skip, and jump away. So what happens is is this fucking pathetic bones, skinny bones, snot boy, gangly fuck. He sees a little thumbtack and he picks it up so everyone's safe. And then he dies. He dies of <laughs> rectal cancer. <laughs> or or we throw oh, no. to Maki's lab where hijinks are ensuing. <laughs> On November 13th, Kugami said that Date had to live in Dr. Maki's lab. Can two grown men and a puppet share a lab together without killing each other? Sorry. Date's got a hot pot of nabe going. Looks looks pretty tasty. Hope nothing happens to it. Oh, it is imperative that Maki change the doll's clothes as the previous bird poop incident has like infected it. And he like reaches into its tiny clothing locker next to its tiny clothing stand. I hate the show. Pulls out a new jacket. Just to like, quickly undress the puppet while it's still trying to avoid Date. The best thing about Date and Maki's relationship is that unlike literally everybody else, Date just does not put up with Maki's shit at all. He's like, where's my money? I need to get paid. And Maki's like talking to him, but he's talking to the puppet. And Dottie just goes up to him and like grabs his face and is like, no, look at me. Look at me while you're talking. Look at me. What's up with this creepy puppet anyway? What's the deal? (laughs) And then the doll, which I would like to point out, recently had bird poop on it. goes flying into the pot of, 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 of food. And, and then Dottie mistake, immediately mistakes its head for an egg somehow. And then, then, then all the clothes go flying into the pot because yeah. monkey madness. Yeah, Ma- Maki goes full hot water burn baby, and yeah. is just like he is, he is inconsolable, and all this needs is like tuba music. It's like it's so bad. There is so much. I feel like this week's episode was directed by a four-year-old. Like a four-year-old opened up a box of Common Rider O's and there was like a special prize in it. Congratulations. You've won the right to direct an episode of Common Rider. We are so close to the big moment though. The big moment. All right. What's the big moment? Well, I don't know. The cat man shows up and a yummy pops out of him. And then the most magical thing happens. The yummy evolves into its final form. <laughs> Three quarters lion man, <laughs> one quarter jellyfish. I'm like, I know oh. an eighth like regular dude in, the, in, in like his mouth. Yeah, he's, he's got, a got face like a face under there. the lion head. Yeah, it, it's um, it's like, not great. Again, this goes back to my theory that this was thrown together in 20 minutes because it's like, hey, Phil, we forgot to cover the face. Ah, oh, dude, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Just get it out there. Come on. I can't. Corey, will you please with this week's show notes, post a picture of this monster so everybody can see it. I can make that happen. It's 
It's so bad. It's like it's a lion, but then its arm and half of its face is just real drippy to connote being a jellyfish. And, and noodly. Yeah. Noodly. It's so bad. And the, the, it's stitched on in like a horrible graphic way. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's it's as it's t- upsetting. As Tim Gunn would say, it's a lot of look. <laughs> it is definitely that. And and furthermore, turns out that AG can't fight it because it's too class It's exactly like fighting two yummies. At the same time, but he can't use elemental weaknesses against it because it doesn't work. And also it makes jellyfish. And then when you slice them, they make more jellyfish. And you know the only thing you can do when life hands you jellyfish? You make taco aid. Yep. Get a can of octopus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let them fight it out. You open a can of whoop-to-puss. Yep. And then you head for the roof. With your cheetah legs. With Ziz! your cheetah legs. Knees yeah. your lion head, and it backfires. And then Date shows up. He's like, I'll handle this. And then he uses gun. And then, and then he uses, he uses his drill. drill arm. Yay. But then Kazari. <laughs> this is so bad. And he's got added Mazul flavoring. Uh, uh, in this fight, by the way, uh, Ankh gives the worst advice I've ever heard in or out of context. Take care of the wet part of him first. At which point I went, uh, That's what she said. No. 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 I'm sorry. No. It was so bad. That doesn't, it doesn't even make, like, so what is that? Does he need a, does he need a chamois? Like, what is that? <laughs> No, you use the line head to dry out the wet part. You you, you dry it out with the heat flash. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't yes. doesn't work. And then Date gets thrown over the building. Oh no! Kazari's kicking his butt. He's like, "Ha oh, yeah. You use cell metal, so there's no way you could beat me." Agreed. Everybody's getting beat up. Like it's not it's not going good. And Ankh kind of puts together during this uh, why. Uh, he's so powerful, and yes, it's because he's uh, he's dual wielding. Yeah, he's juicing. Oh, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Hey, man, I wanted to talk to you. You seem like you've been really off your game. Like, what are you talking about? I can handle it. I'm big and strong now. <laughs> I got three blue medals in me. Nobody can defeat me. Bet I can handle handle some some more. Yeah. Ben Affleck in a very special after school spot. Oh, did I don't know if y'all got that up there, but uh, in the, yes. uh, in the you did. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, we got after school specials. Yeah. But did you get the one where Ben Affleck was a juice in high school student? Probably. No, yeah, I, I remember a lot the like one this. where there was a fat guy and he started taking drugs to try to be less fat and he was breakdancing and his teacher was like, oh, my God, what madness is this? That sounds fresh as hell. And I was like, I didn't even, I was young. I didn't even get that he was on drugs. I was just like, why, why can't he break dance? Because he's fat. That's just mean. You're supposed to be his teacher. You should encourage him. Apparently that oh. teacher had never seen a little movie called Disorderlies. Oh, I thought breaking two electric. They just boogaloo. got the one where there was the Pokemon card blowing away in the wind and a tra- tiny child trying feebly to chase after it. It was like, get off your butts, children. <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> I'm Astar, a robot. I can put my arm back on. You can't. So play safe. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Gangly Bob, Snot Boy, Kill Em All uh, runs by uh, while everybody's trying to figure things out. Does an old fashioned kayoink and uh, yep. steals uh, and steals all of Ankh's medals. 
in its nice new binder, which is a real uh, it's a real defense Ugh. against keeping all of your medals in one place. This is true. Maybe don't put all your medals in one basket. And that's what we learned. And AG, AG gets his butt kicked and he drops his medals. He's like, I'll get them back. And Kazari's like, no, I'm just going to step on you. Yeah. And take my medals back. And everybody screams and Kazari gets real buff. And he's like, I have almost all my medals. And he, he gets noodles. Yep. Yep. And then that's it. Yeah. And Ozone has one medal. Dun, dun, dun. I think when Kazari opens up the thing of medals, there aren't going to be any medals in there. I think it's double bluff. But we won't find out till next week. Yeah. Let's hope. Well, that if that is the, I mean, here's the here's the one thing working against this being against them being screwed. This would mean that Gangly Bob Snot Boy Kill 'Em All would have would have had had to do something competent and well. It's true. That quite frankly seems above his pay grade. It's a valid point. Uh, mm-hmm. What I really wanted to see in this episode was Hina's massive super strength. Yeah. Uh, in that fight, confronting Gangly Bob. Yeah. Can we get some of that back? What happened to that? We don't get any of Hina being real strong anymore, and I hate it. But she did wear short, really short shorts, even though she wasn't working Swiss Day. I guess she just like wanted to fit in. And no cakes either. There are no cakes. How do we like this episode, gang? Joshua, how did you feel about it? Man, it just kind of made me mad. I, I, I And I guess this is what happens when you have like 48 half hours of television, is that occasionally you are going to... There's going to be inconsistencies and there's going to feel uh, there's going to be shifts in tone. I just, man, this episode really, I, it really hurts. <laughs> like it really, it is, it, I feel like last week is an episode I would show to whoever and just be like, Hey, this is goofy as fuck, but uh, the characters are interesting and there's some good kicking and punching and the special effects aren't the worst and it's fine. Uh, and then this week it was just like, I would have rather sit, sat through like Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom. Like that would have That's been not true. That would have been more enjoyable than this half hour of no. television. I might be exaggerating. Corey, do not <laughs> do not put a link to Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom in the show notes. Don't even worry about but it. I'm, but I'm free to say that I liked the episode, right? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Of course. I also yeah. liked it. I enjoy the sudden tonal shifts, actually. That's that's part of what I'm here for. I, I enjoyed uh, the extra character moments with Maki. Like, You're right. Yes. You're right. You guys are right. Little little doll chair, little doll locker, little doll clothing. Little doll soup. Mm, little doll, doll soup. soup. I want him to come back the next day and Date to have, like, reorganized. <laughs> oh, God. All his files are in the wrong place. They're alphabetized by color. I, I would, I would happily, uh, I would happily take the shift in tone if the entire show was now just a sitcom with uptight Maki and uh, kicking loose, take it as it comes, Date, just like being wacky roommates and trying to figure things out. To oh, oh, what happens when they have to go on a double date? It's gonna be crazy. You know, Maki's going with his doll, right? Yes. But the dolls, but the doll doesn't realize that. But the doll, the doll's wearing a little wig, wig, yeah, <laughs> wearing a wig and like no. a cocktail dress. And again, no. and again, welcome to Marwin. <laughs> you know, I'd rather watch this episode three times than welcome to Marwin like once. That's reasonable. Yeah, you know who yeah. backs you up on that? The entire everybody, worldwide movie buddy. going public. Yeah, that yeah. was not a good movie. 
Um, I'm like, I, I would prefer this to the Uncanny Valley. Thank you kindly. Well, Zemeckis just lives there now. Anyway, better luck next time. Cayman Rider. Oh, 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 from this from this reporter's opinion, everyone else liked it. So I'm happy to be the jerk. Hi, everyone. I'm the jerk. This episode sucked, but it sucked 20 butts in a row and it wiped its lips and then it went back to sucking more butts. Josh, if uh, we cut to a clock, the hands are turning around. We cut back this episode, still sucking butts. We cut to a calendar Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, still sucking butts. Spring, autumn, winter. Yes, that's right. We skip summer because this this episode sucked butts. I hate it. I hate this episode so. Anyways, Josh, if uh, if people want to find you and more hot takes on butt sucking, uh, where can they find you? I gotta have a, I'm, gonna, I'm starting a Twitch stream to complain about this episode. Uh, Josh A. Kagan um, on Instagram, I do believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where you can find Jay Kegs. Uh, A&W can be found on Twitter at. Yeah, at Gold Sarcasmium. Gold Boy. Sarcasmium. I, Corey Underdickinson, can be found on Twitter at Absolar. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Butts. But watch. But watch 2018.